This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Thursday, April 14th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. More than 40 farm groups are raising an alarm over a planned three-day meeting next week by the Federal Insecticide, Fungicide, and Rodenticide Act Scientific Advisory Panel that over concerns about negative human health effects from the commonly used pesticide chlorpyrifos. The meeting of the panel, EPA's primary source for scientific peer review, could impact far more than just chlorpyrifos. That in a letter from the National Corn Growers Association and other groups to EPA Administrator Gina McCarthy. The farm groups complained in the letter that they had little warning of the panel meeting. And because EPA is rushing the process, it's attempting to fundamentally alter its process for evaluating potential risk and regulation of pesticides. The farm groups say EPA is moving forward as if the current regulatory process developed over four decades is broken. The panel has met twice before that over health concerns related to exposure to the pesticide in 2008 and in 2012. Last year issued a proposed rule to revoke all tolerance levels for the chemical after being ordered to by the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Ninth Circuit. EPA hasn't issued a final rule and is still reviewing data on chlorpyrifos submitted by industry. A key Democrat is pledging to fight GMO promotion money. AgriPulse Phil Brasher reports the top Democrat on the House Appropriations Committee says she's going to work with the Senate to stop a spending measure that would provide $3 million to promote consumer understanding and acceptance of biotech crops. New York Representative Nita Lowy argues that the science around genetic engineering isn't settled. She said the government shouldn't be promoting acceptance when there's a very lively, healthy debate on GMOs today. The provision is included in the fiscal 2017 spending bill for the USDA and FDA. Lowy will have a well-placed ally and the ranking member of the Senate Appropriations Subcommittee that handles the budget for USDA and FDA, that Jeff Merkley, a Democrat of Oregon. Merkley is the leading Senate proponent of labeling biotech foods. China's not interested in TPP yet. Several countries have contacted the U.S. about eventually joining the Trans-Pacific Partnership trade deal, but China isn't one of them. U.S. Trade Representative Michael Froman participated in a conference call hosted by the National Cattlemen's Beef Association yesterday. He said, we continue to have good dialogue with China on a whole range of issues and our trade and investment relationship, including beef and biotech issues. And we continue to work with them to negotiate a bilateral investment treaty. Furthermore, Froman said, finding applicants for new membership will not be a priority until TPP has been ratified by the current members. Ambassador Froman said, we've been approached by a number of countries about potentially joining in TPP. We made it clear to them that our priority and the priority of the other 11 countries right now is just the ratification among the 12 of us and to focus on the necessary steps to implement the agreement. As to the other countries, we take note of their interest and will continue to have conversations with them to educate them about what's in TPP. Almanza is back in Asia to talk catfish. Deputy Undersecretary for Food Safety Alfred Almanza is back in Asia this week to meet with officials from countries like Vietnam that hope to be able to continue exporting catfish to the U.S. after the USDA takes over food safety inspection from the FDA. 
The meetings in Vietnam may be a bit tense because they come just after the country delivered a heated letter to the World Trade Organization accusing the U.S. of trying to block trade under the guise of new food safety requirements. Here's today's He Said It. Rural America probably can't survive without earmarks. That's California Representative Sam Farr, the ranking Democrat of the House Agriculture Appropriations Subcommittee, arguing that rural areas are disproportionately hurt when lawmakers can't direct money to their districts for infrastructure projects. Well, that is Daybreak for this Thursday, April 14th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by McLeod, Watkinson & Miller, America's most experienced law firm in agricultural and derivatives law, and by the United Soybean Board. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Alley.